the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, it's Arthur Idala at 6.05 as I sit here in the studio and look at the television set and look at the case that I just left the courthouse on. The uh, Chiron on the bottom says, suspect and shove that caused death surrenders. And yes, I uh, just came from 100 Center Street, which is the criminal courthouse here in New York City. And it was um, it was quite a quite a scene. Uh, you know, people were asking, well, are you going to talk about this on the radio? I'm not going to get in, into any details. But since I believe every single news outlet was there, I don't think it would be fair or nice to uh, my listeners enough for me not to tell you what I did today. And uh, it's been a very interesting 24 hours here in New York City. After we uh, we got off the air last night at the Friars Club, we had a blast and, and it was song and dance and uh, a lot of love in the room and it was great to have so many people together without a mask on. And we're going to talk about masks and little kids. Uh, and then I was, after being the kind of the master of ceremonies and watching everything go on in the Friars Club, this morning at 7 a.m., a, a uh, young person uh, surrendered to the NYPD who had asked for her to surrender without incident. And I spent the day preparing for the arraignment. And we went in front of the judge today. And we did get a favorable ruling um, from the judge regarding the. Uh, this is the case of the individual who was accused of pushing the 87-year-old woman down uh, to the ground where she hit her head and um, sustained an injury, which then caused her death, which is tragic. This was a woman who was a very loved and productive member of the New York City community. And you guys know how much I love New York City. And therefore, I I know it has broken many, many hearts. And everyone is very upset about this. Um, But the, the courtroom scene, you know, going from... Hours before that, being in a um, a Friars Club love fest where people are singing the songs of Stephen Sondheim, to being in 100 Center Street, um, surrounded with you know police and court officers and correction officers and you know Channel Two, Four, Five, Seven, Nine, Eleven, CNN, and the, you know it's woo. And then like, okay, let's do the radio show. So I need your help a little bit today. Um, because there's a story I'm doing about food and, and Eric Adams, Mayor Adams, talking about how people do their shopping for food here in New York City. So um, I will I got my man Nick here who will jump on the phone right away and take your answers. And maybe we'll put some of you on the phone on the on the air with us. Where do you get your food? So if you're going to do some cooking for the week, if you do some cooking for the weekend, how do you get the groceries? 
877-970-2999. I'm used to saying these numbers now like the way I say them for Connors and Sullivan. You go real slow. 877-970-2999. Or you could just text me because that seems like a lot of you guys, that's what you want to do. But do you go to the supermarket, like a regular size super, supermarket? Do you go to a big one like Costco or BJ's? Do you go to um, uh, like a, a small little like um, grocery kind of market? Do you go to the bodega? Do you go to 7-Eleven? Or, or do you do with the Instacart or the Fresh Direct or I don't know, Amazon Fresh? There's so many of them. Um, I will tell you shortly what where I go, but... I can see the board lighting up here. Can I eight seven seven nine seven zero two nine nine nine? Um, I just want to see. Um, I want to get an idea of how people are getting their groceries. I mean, I think of getting my groceries, but yep, here comes my here comes my cell phone. Um, I you know there wasn't a lot of choices when we were kids. I used to take my grandma. And we would go um, to one of the grocery stores, and this is my mom's mom. And I remember she would spend so much time in the produce section, squeezing the lemons, squeezing the peppers, smelling the bananas, tapping the melons, pulling the little the leaves out of the pineapples to make sure um, they're fresh and and or they I should say they're ripe. Um, but now there are so many different ways to um, get your food, and. What Mayor Adams is focusing on here is the lack of acceptable food choices in certain neighborhoods. Um, he has a new program called um, Fresh Food Retail Expansion to Promote Health. Is that spelled fresh? No. F-R-E-P-A. I don't know. Oh, but I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't even. F-R-E-S-H. Okay, and it stands for, I don't know what it stands for. Cause what I got Right, what I have written down here is wrong. But his whole thing is um, a bodega versus a supermarket. And um, what he's saying is that in many, many neighborhoods, the bodegas and the choices of food in those bodegas are so inferior to what's going on in the supermarkets and what you could get in the foods that you could get in a supermarket. Um, and what I'm thinking of is that all of the choices now of different ways to go p- to get food besides the bodega or the supermarket. There's so many things online and they're, they're like all these little smaller boutique supermarkets popping up. So keep the calls coming. 877-970-2999. Uh, I got one here that says Instacart. Um, I think I'm not exactly sure what Instacart is. But um, I think it's got to do with like it's like a. Uh, it's a delivery service. Yeah. Okay. What are, what are the ones that you know? This Fresh Direct, Insta- Fresh Direct, Instacart, Grubhub, uh, Uber. Uber now can deliver food to you. They deliver groceries. There was uh, the one bike where you could get groceries in fifteen minutes, but then they shut down because of the whole war because they're backed by Russia. Oh, really? Is that accurate? Yeah, but I did not know that. I, you know, I don't like any of these things that say that you know you'll get there in in thirty seconds or something like that. Yeah, because it's one of those fifteen minutes. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, that's uh, talk about not being consistent, right? We have these speed cameras all over the place. We're all we're talking about is pedestrian knockdowns and people getting hit by cars, and now we're putting all these pressure, usually on these very young people who are not exactly experienced drivers, to come in and. Um, you know, to, to hurry up, and otherwise you get your money back or some craziness that, that's just not appropriate 
Uh, and you know, you really need to get your groceries that fast? Are you starving? Give me a break. It's Everyone's just attracted to their phones. You could do everything on a smartphone now. Yeah, well, but that's but you can't do what my grandmother did, right? Of course. You can't smell the lemons. You can't pull on the, on the pineapple. Um, you know, uh, Mayor Adams has type 2 diabetes, and he was overweight, and he did this whole plant-based um, diet, and he really started exercising. And he's kind of, you know, putting that out there pretty pretty powerfully. Let's see, F-R-E-S-H. Food Retail Expansion Support to Support Health. So the T doesn't count. Food Retail Expansion to Support Health. So the retail expansion is they're trying to put more supermarkets selling supermarkets selling healthy foods in your neighborhood. And there's a whole statistic here about different neighborhoods and which ones have, uh, you know, regular supermarkets that sell organic food and other ones that just in other neighborhoods that just have bodegas. But what does it come down to, folks? Money, right? It's income inequality because organic food and the healthier food does cost more. Um, I think I told you guys, you know, I had a whole meal at Wendy's a couple of weeks ago, which is something I never do. Oh, I know what it was. It was the Tuesday night before Ash Wednesday. Because I was like going on this crazy healthy eating thing for Lent, which was the next day, which was uh, obviously Ash Wednesday. So this is, it was actually Mardi Gras night. So I put on a pair of beads and I went to Wendy's and I will tell you, I got a very decent amount of food for like $12. I got, because I went nuts. I went with like the double Baconator (laughs) and I think like eight uh, chicken nuggets and like the medium drink and the fries and all that. Like, if you go into a regular restaurant where you're getting higher quality product, you are definitely going to pay double that. And, I, you know, you have to give Adams credit, the mayor credit, for, you know, addressing this. But it does fall under the same umbrella of what Mike Bloomberg, what Mayor Bloomberg was trying to do. Because what he was trying to do was eliminate the big gulp, eliminate the big sugary drinks. And he got beat up for it. Now, Bloomberg was doing it towards the end of his term. So people maybe were tired of him, whereas um, Mayor Adams is doing it right here at the beginning of his term. I think he's like the 90 day mark or something like that. Uh, You know, he's pushing for one day a week, having a meatless meal in schools. And I think, you know, I I honestly believe this is this is all good stuff. Um, Sadly, a lot of people are not educated about diet um, and Yes, it's for our good because it saves us money with with um, getting medical treatment and going to doctors and with diabetes and obesity, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also for the, the good of the individual. It's also for the good of the citizen. So I would like to hear how you go shopping. It's 877-970-2999. Um, I, I go to either Brooklyn Market or Food Town. Um, especially Brooklyn Market in Bay Ridge. They have the best bread. Um, when we come back, I'm going to have a great guest. I have a a lawyer who, uh, his name is Jason Flores Williams, and um, he does a lot of civil rights stuff. He's uh, He does the, the criminal stuff as well, and he's going to tell us in particularly about a, a case that he has that has to do with cannabis and marijuana and some of the inequities um, in the law. We're going to talk a little bit about the United States Supreme Court and the nomination that's going on there, and the, the, or I should say the confirmation going on there. And we're going to talk about the masks and taking masks off kids. We're going to talk about the Yankees and who will be able to play and who won't be able to play. And all other kinds of stuff.
my friends at Connors and Sullivan. As my phone is blowing up with a combination of you people telling me where you're shopping, and apparently, I guess um, I was a lot. There's a lot of pictures of me on the six o'clock news right now, all over the state of New York, because I'm looking at pictures of me and from people sending me messages from Suffolk County. But Connors and Sullivan, they don't have an office in Suffolk County. They have an office in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. And you guys know what, what this is all about. This is all about protecting you and protecting your family. You protect you when you're alive by getting a power of attorney and a health care proxy, which gives the power to someone else to make legal decisions for you with the power of attorney, make medical decisions for you with the health care proxy. So you designate who you want to make those decisions if you can't make them yourself. When you're no longer here or you're super duper sick, that's a living will. That means you tell people, hey, I don't want to be on any of these machines. If it looks like I am in a vegetative state, please pull the plug. Um, and a will just tells everyone what to do uh, upon your demise, right down to, um, right down to you know you, you can put your funeral plans in there. But you know, and what do you want to be cremated or buried, and what funeral parlor? Don't you want to have all those things? Don't you want to have all of that, those ducks in order, so to speak? And you should do that now while you are healthy. You should call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. As you know, they've been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds and at this point, thousands of people. They will give you a no obligation free consultation with a lawyer, 718-238-6500. Visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com, because you know, everybody, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. So who's singing right now? General Public. General Public. All right. You know what General Public used to be? But what they used to be known as? No, before they were General Public. General Public and and the Fine Young Cannibals split off into two bands. Oh, I but do they not. They were one this. band originally called the English Beat. The, oh, the English Beat. They're right. the English Beat. They were they were the. Uh, they were. They have one song called "Save It for Later." The English beat. When you really want to see me lose my mind, you could just put that song on, and uh, you'll you'll watch well, me start dancing and singing, and I'll jump away from the microphone. But I'm jumping on the microphone right now to talk to uh, attorney Jason Flores Williams, who is. Um, I mean, he's he's all over the place in the best sense of the ter- word. He's representing death row clients. He's representing representing political protesters. He's all over the 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 legal system regarding the homeless population. He's an expert in conspiracy law, First Amendment cases, and he has become a friend of the show. Let's hear it for Jason Flores Williams. Jason, how are you, my friend? 
Hey, I'm the, but you know, you, you can't lay that on me when you just talk about the English beat. <laughs> so, so let me let me ask you this: Do you know where the English beat came from? Um, no, you can lay it on me. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's a band called the Specials. Oh yes, 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 so you're it, correct. It, yeah, so yeah, so a couple of uh, thank you, Council. I, I, I appreciate you acknowledging and being encouraged with my correctness. Thank it's, you. Uh, the English beat was the uh, Reform Specials out of England. You're absolutely uh, correct. One of, my favorite bands, one of my favorite bands of all time. And, you know, and I'm not just desperately reaching for a segue here. But the bottom line is that, that one of my favorite songs is about a judge. I think it's Judge Roughneck from the Specials. It was a complete hard, you know what, who was uh, sentencing, sentencing some guy to prison for a very long period of time. So that's one of my favorite special songs. So that's a nice... Uh, well, now you got the segue into talking about people getting sentenced to jail for a very long time. Talk to me about the cannabis case that we spoke about on the phone earlier. I mean, it, it's madness right now. You know what? Look, and the way I can best tell you about it is that, you know, one of the big problems with the DOJ and federal prosecutors. That would be general, the Department you know, of Justice. Go ahead. Yeah. And you, and you know this is they have a real hard time admitting when they've been wrong. And, uh, and, and, and when I think about the DEA, uh, this is a group that, uh, as I don't even, I don't think they've ever admitted they've been wrong in their U.S. war on drugs and in federal cannabis prohibition, which has just devastated thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lives for the last half century. So anyway. This ties into the cannabis case I have right now uh, that's in the feds in Baltimore, Maryland. I got a kid named Jonathan Wall who's accused of selling weed out of California that ended up back in Maryland. So you're crossing crossing state lines. Go ahead. Yeah, crossing state lines. But you know what? You know what? There's something called multi-state operators that are out there. And you've you've got cannabis corporations called multi-state operators with presence in 26 27 different states with market caps in excess of like $4.3 billion. So what he did in contrast to these corporations is nothing. It's negligible. So he, so, so allegedly, you know, the weed got back to Maryland and then you've got the DOJ in Maryland and the DOJ in Maryland decides that they're going to prosecute this guy. As usual, there's an asset forfeiture component that's involved here. So, you know, there's money. And, you know, if you want to talk about asset forfeiture laws, I'm here for that. Uh, However, so we got trial on May 2nd. And this kid is facing 10 years to life in prison for pot. Which, which, let me just, Jason, let me just, uh, let me just cut in for a second. Just so you know what's going on here in New York City, right here in Times Square, um, people are selling marijuana, like, it's right on the table. Like, they're not even... They're not even trying. You know what I mean? They're not trying to hide it. They're just it's just bags of weed on the table, and they're selling it. the The American Indians, because they have a degree of sovereignty in these these laws, they're like, you know, hey, we're ready to go. It's legal in New York. We're just going to sell it, even though it's not the retail licenses haven't been given out, et cetera, et cetera. So, and I don't see much enforcement whatsoever here. So, uh, I feel yeah. for your your client, Mr. Wall. How much? What? How much? Cannabis are we talking about here? You know, about a joint and a half. No. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you know, well the, well, the allegations in the federal indictment are he had, uh, you know, over the course of a three-year, which is the scope of the conspiracy, he had over uh, a thousand keys, which isn't that much. Uh, when you think about the fact that I can walk around the corner here uh, and uh, in Colorado, where I'm at right now, and I can, uh, you know, and I and I go into the dispensary store, and the entire walls uh, around are glass. And you can see all the pot that's being grown in there. And that's a really nice space. It's like a beautiful living room. And so you see all the pot that's being grown in there. And I bet you there's a thousand keys of weed in there right now. And if you think about the way this is a huge, I mean, massive, massive business. So, and you know what? Thank God. It's one of the best things going on in the American economy right now. And no pun intended. No, 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 no. I'm going to, you're going to stand corrected. One of the best things going on in the American economy right now is gambling, legalized gambling. Oh no, you got the the numbers, the numbers in New York state in, in months, in months are going to, are going to equal the numbers in marijuana in New York state in years. It's the, the numbers here in New York are through the roof when it comes to gambling Marijuana is is a is a far second. But let me ask them: When you go before the federal judge, uh, are you going to go to trial or is he going to take a plea? No, 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 no. We're going to trial on May second. Okay. I got a kid. I got a kid of tremendous integrity here who's with me, and that's the kind of case. You know, I'm a trial lawyer. All right. You want to take a plea? You want to roll on somebody? Take a five k. You can explain to your audience what a five k is. That's somebody else. If you want to go to trial and challenge the government and stand up against the government and take it to a jury, you know, a a community, the voice of the community, then I'm your guy on that. So we're taking it to the community, the people of Baltimore. And you know, you know, what's going to be really funny, Arthur, is that as I can guarantee you this, as I'm walking into the federal courthouse from the hotel for trial, I'll probably smell weed five or six different times and then look down the street and see heroin being sold. And you know what is it? Do you know this? That right now, according to the U.S. government, that heroin and pot are treated the same. They're both Schedule One substances. I don't. I mean, believe I knew that. That's what's crazy. That that's what's crazy. Is now you can take anybody. You can say, hey, well, this is what I think about pot. This is you know, I got, I got different different viewpoint or whatever. But there's nobody, nobody, with half a brain anymore. Who thinks that anybody should be doing life in? Okay, prison. but Jason, let me let me let me just play. Let me just tell play the devil's advocate here for a second. I will tell you this: hey. I I have dear friends who I and I do legal work for them as well, who have legal marijuana uh, distributor retail places in in different parts of the country, and what they say to me is, if you guys are bringing legalized marijuana to legalized cannabis to New York State, you have to have crazy enforcement. Otherwise, it will never work because the taxes that the legal retail places have to pay are so, so immense that anyone who's selling weed on the corner is going to be able to sell it for much less than uh, anyone who does it the proper way and sells it in a retail store. So what he's suggesting, and we're supposed to meet with the state Senate, state senators just uh, as a freebie to suggest things to them based on knowledge of five or seven years having sold, having run a, a cannabis retail store legally, is that if you don't crack down on the black market, then the clean market is never going to work. Okay, okay. All right. Well, you know, I was going to say, Council, I was going to say 100%. I'm in agreement, but that's not quite 100%. I'm in a situation right now, and, and let me address it this way. I'm in a situation right now where when I get off the phone, and right now Jonathan's being held in a supermax. 
detention facility called uh, Chesapeake Bay Detention Facility. It's like in the center of Maryland, right next to the Penthouse Strip Club, ironically enough. And uh, and then uh, that's where he's been held for the last 22 months in a supermax. Now, well, that's a, that's ridiculous. Had, yeah, no, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's sickening. And so to add to that, to to add to that, is I get off the phone with him. Five minutes later, a note calls me. It's one of my clients uh, out of California who's interested in establishing a cannabis hedge fund. Okay. Now, when I talk to that guy and I talk to some of my other clients here, and, you know, I've been instrumental. You know, I've been the lawyer in setting up people uh, who have earned licenses and done this the legal way. They come back at me and they say, hey, we worked our ass off. Sorry, we worked our butts off to be able to get into a situation where we could have a license and we could do this properly and fit within the regime, the legal regime of the state that we're, that we're in. And I've represented companies on that. And they don't like, you're exactly right, they don't like when people go around and maintain a black market and look for ways to not pay taxes and look for ways to get around the current laws. However, however, none of them believe that anybody should be doing should be incarcerated. Right. No, I agree. For a minimum, I agree. Well, listen, for a minimum of Chase, I got of I got to jump. And also, I, no, go ahead. I got you thirty make, more seconds. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, let me no, let me make this clear. Is that this is okay? You're right, and this is where this is where I'm in full agreement with you. Is that yeah? There should be a penalty, but the penalty should be something like having a still. Or something else, a tax case. Well, maybe a tax evasion case. Um, maybe some kind of tax case or a failure to seek license. But when we're talking about treating marijuana the same as if you were a heroin dealer importing and trafficking over a thousand keys of heroin, U.S. government law views that views that as the same activity. That's where I step back and say, you've got to be freaking crazy. Uh, listen, Jason, run run for Senate and go into the Senate. Change the, the sentencing guidelines and we'll all be in good shape. I got to jump, buddy. Thank you so much for lending us your uh, your expertise. Good luck on the trial. Keep kicking butt. And, um, you know, we'll be following it. And God willing, maybe in the middle of the trial or after you want to take your victory lap, come back on with us and let us know how it goes. You bet, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right. God bless. Be well. All right, folks, we're going to take a little bottom of the hour break, and we'll be right back. Buying a home requires a lending partner who can help you navigate through the mortgage process. The Citizens Bank Loan Officer can help answer all your questions and help you select the products you need in a clear and personal way. So the next time you have a question about home financing, call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. This spring, we're feeling bold new colors and a natural glow. Find it all during 21 Days of Beauty, happening now at Ulta Beauty. Discover daily beauty steals at 50% off the must-haves from brands like Anastasia Beverly Hills and Tarte. And discover the hottest new arrivals like, drumroll please, Fenty Beauty, now at Ulta Beauty. Beauty's biggest event ends April 2nd. Shop in-store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful. ReliefFactor.com, 800-500-8384. Relief Factor was developed by doctors. I met uh, the chief architect, a very remarkable man, actually. 
and he's de- dedicated to reducing human pain. It's a pretty good, uh, pretty good goal. It works. And if it doesn't work, you'll know it within three weeks. That's what they tell you. So they give you a special cheap price for three weeks, $19.95. So if you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you. It has for about 70% of the half million people who've tried it, and they've ordered more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, the number 4-RELIEF, to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. 88. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970. The answer. 56 degrees. We have generally clear skies on this Tuesday evening. What's going on? We have the answer. Well, Mayor Adams is not ready to remove the private worker coronavirus vaccine mandate. Let's get more from Scott Pringle. Mayor Adams says we're not there yet when it comes to looking at lifting the private sector coronavirus vaccine mandate. He says even if the city looks at changing it at all. When I speak to a lot of my businesses, uh, getting people back in the office, that mandate is allowing them to feel safe in the office for those who feel that they would rather the uh, vaccine mandate to be in place. Players on the Mets and Yankees will not be able to play home games when the season starts next month if they're unvaccinated and nothing changes with the rule between now and then. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. The Omicron subvariant is spreading in New Jersey and now accounts for 30% of the cases in the state. The seven-day average for positive tests is still way down from the winter surge, but numbers have been leveling off in recent days. The number of COVID hospitalizations is just under 400, and latest data shows 14 new COVID-related deaths. And Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey, is looking to hire thousands of seasonal workers with a pay bump for some jobs. The park says it'll pay ride operators 20 bucks an hour who work peak times. They were paid under $13 an hour before the pandemic. The amusement park is also looking for security guards, lifeguards, and landscapers who will make between $16 and $18 an hour. Taking a look at the traffic across the Hudson, Going back to New Jersey at the Holland Tunnel, we're looking at delays about 30 minutes. Inbound, really not too bad, maybe 5 or 10 minutes, 15 to 20 out at the Lincoln. Inbound, good. George Washington Bridge, a pretty good ride. Here's your forecast for tonight. Partly cloudy skies, overnight low dips to around 40, but colder to the north and west. Cloudy skies tomorrow with rain moving into the area by late in the afternoon, high 43. Rain likely on and off on Thursday, high 54, and partly sunny Friday with a high near 60. And now you know what's going on. I am Mike Barker on AM 970, The Answer. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. All right. So that was Jason from, where's that accent from, would you say, uh, San Bolino? The Colorado uh, boy? Uh, the Colorado. The um, Colorado boy, yeah. He was a little Mountain concerned Rocky about accent. the... Uh, about the marriage of Hookie, and, uh, you know, I will, we could talk a little bit about how those cases go down. You know, I hear a lot of people talking about um, 
the federal court system and how it works. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. I'm, I'd like to do a show maybe uh, this week, I hope, um, talking about the confirmation. And we'll talk about that in a second. First, I just want to tell you that thanks to um, you guys being in touch with me, here's what I got for where people do their shopping. I would say, you know, maybe because the um, the uh, age of people listening to talk radio may be a little older. So we got a lot of, uh, we got an Instacart, we got an Amazon Fresh, we got a King Cullen, we got a Food Town. Um, Noah told me he's going to ShopRite. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, ShopRite. I love grocery shopping. I love to squeeze the melons and pick the pineapples. That's great. Um, I don't know what that means. Um, I, um, uh, oh, Rosalind's on the line. Let's talk to Rosalind. Hi, Rosalind. It's Arthur. Hi. How are you? Oh, good, Rosalind. Let me guess. You don't shop at Amazon Fresh. No, I don't do any of that. Tell me what you do, Rosalind. What do you do? I go to the store, ShopRite, King Cullen, uh, Stop and Shop. And also we have an Italian specialty store. Right. I like those. Ivarone Brothers, which if you don't feel like cooking one night, you go there and take something out. What's the name of them? What's the name of the place? Ivarone Brothers. Okay. Well, you know, I I do enjoy the experience. I will tell you this, Rosalind. When I have, like, the time, like, maybe it's early on a Saturday morning, and it's very rare that I don't have – some obligation or someone pulling on me. Um, and I could just like walk through each aisle and slowly look at all the, the, you know, from the produce all the way down to the granola bars and the tea. And I love looking at all the different kinds of mustards. I think walking through a, a, a shopping aisle, or a supermarket is just awesome. Do you share yep. that, Rosalind? I do. I do. Does, does it, does it relax you? I can do it. As long as I am healthy enough to do it, I'm going to do it. Well, <laughs> I will tell you this. Uh, God bless my sister. Uh, my dad is, uh, you know, in the later years of his life, he's become quite the uh, the chef. I think somewhere around 70 or 75, my mom made a big meal. It was like Thanksgiving or something like that. And she announced that she quit. We're like, what does that mean? She goes, I've been cooking for 50-something years. I'm done. You guys take it from here. So my mom doesn't really cook anymore. My dad does the cooking. But my sister learned maybe the hard way. Um, she drops my dad off at the supermarket and leaves for two hours and then comes back. So as as following in Noah's footsteps, he could squeeze the melons and, and pull on the pineapples, uh, you know, all he wants without any uh, time constraints. Rosalind, how, how much time would you say you spend in the supermarket? Oh, half an hour to 45 minutes. And how often do you go to the supermarket? At least twice a week. Wow. Oh, you're a frequenter. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't like to run out of anything. <laughs> I, listen, I hear you. I, you know, I, I, I hear you loud and clear. And, you know, if you listen to John Katsimatidis, um, which obviously I do before our show, since he's on right before our show, um, because of the gasoline prices surging, he's predicting probably ac- very accurately that all of the um, food, all of our food costs are going to surge as well. Because the you know the the cost of those of moving the product around is going to be passed on to us. So Rosalind, who goes to the supermarket twice a week, um, <laughs> you you know you might want to stock up on some stuff that uh, that'll last on the shelves for a while. Yeah, yeah, I know. I heard that. We heard him today talking about that. All right. Well, God bless yeah. Rosalind. Stay healthy, yeah, and we'll talk do. to you soon. Thank you for calling. Okay.
You're very welcome. All right. Well, that's very nice. Rosalind calling us, telling us about where she's going shopping. For anybody else, we got we got about 20 minutes here. 877-970-2999. 877-970-2999. I'll give you a free glass if you call in. I just like to hear what, you know, I know you likes to email and tiss and that, but you everyone forgot how to communicate. Um, so someone who, who definitely knows how to communicate is uh, Eric Adams. But there was like a little disconnect because his he appoints the new health commissioner who comes on and, and his initial meeting, which was very recent, basically said, oh, I think we need to keep masks on kids indefinitely. And then the mayor comes out today and says that we're going to um, we're going to get the masks off kids as soon as possible. We're currently uh, at a low risk environment. And so today we are announcing that if the numbers continue to show a low level of risk, let me say that again. If the numbers continue to show a low level of risk, masks will be optional for two to four years old students in schools and in daycare. Well, I mean, obviously that's great news. I mean, it's really great news. Um, I don't want to harp on it too much, but, you know, it was rough. I was taking four-year-old Arthur to school and putting the mask on him. And he's wearing that thing all day. And, you know, as adults, we have the wherewithal. When you go to the bathroom, you take it off. You sneak it in, take it off. These kids are wearing it all day long. And he was wearing, like, a, a cloth mask. It was all full of spit and stuff when he would come home. And your your daughter dodged that bullet, right? She's no, I mean, she still has to wear it when you go on the bus. Oh, she's three now? Doctors. She's almost three. But she still has to wear it when you go to the doctor, certain I thought, stores, I thought certain restaurants. You're, two. You're, you're exempt. Your daughter's two. Yeah, but we're, we're trying to get her acclimated to it because we didn't know how long, you know, with her starting daycare soon, we wanted to get her at least get well, used to the I mask. hope there's nothing to get her. Um, uh, <laughs> John Esposito <laughs> just sends me a text. I get my food from the refrigerator. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's talk about. Let's talk to Jim. Jim, where do you get your food from? Let me ask you, Jim. Jim's probably going to have a good answer because he's got a good zip code. He's got one one two two nine. Jim, where are you calling me from? I'm calling you from Staten Island, but my roots are always born and raised in Brooklyn, Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Okay, and that's where my roots are. Talk to me. Tell uh, me what. Tell me what you do for food these days. Uh, in retirement, I, I'll, I'll get all my basic stuff at a supermarket, but for my meat, I have to go to a butcher. Because I, you know, I like if I'm it. making meatballs, I want I want to blend it a certain way to chop meat and the the, the chuck and the sirloin, and a, a and a good piece of sausage, you know. And, uh, and you know, there there's there. When we were kids, there were butcher shops everywhere, and they're kind of you gotta you gotta reach a little bit now for uh, for a butcher shop. Would, would you agree? I mean, Staten Island may be a little different because you know you guys are, you took Brooklyn and took right it to Staten the Island. The from the Annadale train station is a phenomenal butcher. What's the name of it? We'll give it a commercial. You, want. you know what? I don't, I don't know the name. I've been going here for years. I don't I don't know the name of it. It's right across from the Annadale train station. Well, I will tell you this: in in, uh, in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, on Third Avenue, there used to be Frank and Eddie's Meats. They were there forever. But they, you know, I the know that place. Frank and Eddie, they both place. retired. When I and, first and got married, I lived on 63rd and Bay Parkway. And, and you know, I know that place not, you're talking about. Not too far from Pastoza, which Pastoza is the creme de la creme in terms of Italian delicacy uh, uh, spots. Have you been to Pastoza to get some food? 
Richmond Road is the best Pascosa in America. Well, I, I listen. I mean, we could do Brooklyn versus Staten Island. You're like, going to go. You're going to go back to the to, to the original on on 75th. Is that? Yeah, that's music? right. Yeah, I see the 75th Absolutely. or 65th. I figure. No, 75th. You're right. Um, well, I, listen. I agree. When you said. Go ahead. When you said working, my first job was on Humboldt Street in Brooklyn. There was a butcher between. Withers and Jackson, and I used to scrub the butcher block and deliver meat in the neighborhood. Okay, and there's another one. Thing, girl, that's why you probably have a great life because you learn the hard work at a young age. There's uh, the other one. My buddy Jimmy Campbell goes to um, Landy's, which is like Avenue oh. J or somewhere there in that yeah. neck right. of the woods. So in Mill Basin and Mill Bay, right? That's where somewhere around. I don't know. They don't call yeah. it Mill Basin though. They're, they're, that's too she-she for them. They need like a tougher <laughs> name, like Flatbush. <laughs> All right, Jim. Well, thank I you for calling in. I catch I catch you three nights a week. My granddaughter swims, so I always pull up early and listen to you. I enjoy your show very, very much. Oh, really thank you, Jim. I appreciate we we appreciate having you. Keep calling in. I, I, we need your feedback. Guys like you are the ones that make the show great. God bless. Be well. All right. All right. Well, now we know where everybody goes. Uh, where we? There we go. Campbell. Before I Campbell could text me, I said Landy's Land. I beat you to it there. Uh, Captain Campbell. We're going to be taking a right break. We're going to be right back. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-27. If you work remote, Staples has you covered. A mid-mod desk chair to rejuvenate my ho-hum workspace. Staples has you covered. A gaming chair for a serious competitor. A super stylish desk that will save me space and money. Staples has your remote workspace covered with functional furniture and organizational items curated by Staples Work From Home Style Squad. And this week, save up to $100 on select chairs. Explore solutions for your remote workspace at Staples. The Working and Learning Store ends 326. Limit 2 in-store only. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I feel more energetic. And I think as you keep taking it, the better you get, the better you feel with it. And I'm a truck driver, so I need that energy. And I feel the energy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code SALEM. Holland Christian Home is a Christian home for seniors, a place that will treat your loved one with kindness and respect. Located in North Haledon, New Jersey, Holland Christian Home is filled with fun activities, delicious meals, medical care, and more. Founded more than 125 years ago, Holland Christian Home provides the physical, social, and financial needs to care for seniors. Go to hchnj.org or call Charlotte at 973-807-3245. Call Holland Christian Home to discuss how they can care for your aging loved one with residential living a permanent life care program and respite care you'll have peace of mind that your mom or dad aunt or uncle friends and loved ones are in a warm and loving community 
Daily chapel services are included. HCHNJ.com or call 973-807-3245. Holland Christian Home will care for your aging loved one with kindness and respect. HCHNJ.org or 973-807-3245. Holland Christian Home. Ask for Charlotte. New York Islanders hockey is next on AM 970, The Answer. Load the car and write the note Grab your bag and grab your coat Tell the ones that need to know We are headed north One foot in and one foot back But it don't pay to live like that So I cut the ties and I jump the tracks For never to return Oh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, take me in You wear the shape I'm in I um I have my maternal grandparents to thank for Brooklyn Brooklyn taking me and that's the Avid Brothers and uh that's probably the only song I know by them even though I have their album there there used to be things called albums actually I think I have their CD um cuz uh my dad's a Bronx guy my granddad and my they were the whole family there the the um Idolas and um the Delucas and the Sorgies and they were all up in uh in the Bronx, and uh, when my mom and dad, my, my mom was always in Brooklyn. I mean, everyone started in Manhattan, but then they split. One went north and one went south. Uh, before my parents met, obviously, I'm talking about my grandparents. They all started in the Elizabeth Street, Cherry Street, Mulberry Street, Mott Street, all the way, you know, all down where sh- some some of those streets aren't even there anymore. Um, but, yeah, the the my dad's side of the family, before my dad existed, went to um, the Bronx and my mom's side of the family went to Brooklyn. And then what happened was when my parents got married, they lived in Manhattan because my dad had to live in Manhattan because back then when you were an assistant district attorney, you had to live in the county in which you were practicing law, in which you were you know, you were sworn in as a prosecutor. So they lived in Manhattan. On, I believe it was 15th Street and 7th Avenue. And then my dad comes home one day and he gets this nice little letter saying that Uncle Sam needs him. And uh, it was during the Vietnam War. It was 1966. And by, I don't know if it was luck or influence or something in between, um, or the fact that he was a practicing lawyer who was an assistant district attorney, he did not get sent overseas. Uh, After his second round of basic training, he got stationed at Fort Hamilton Army Base in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, where my grandparents happened to have lived. Uh, and therefore, that's how we wound up in Brooklyn. And I love Brooklyn. I was one of the biggest thrills the first time I went to Italy in 1980 or 81 was they had a gum there called Brooklyn gum. And, you know, Matt, you're too young to know this, but like Brooklyn wasn't this like cool hip place. 
No, it definitely developed it, that it over the years. It didn't have this like whole, you know, everyone's wearing a shirt that says Brooklyn, a hat that says Brooklyn. Anything that like identified as Brooklyn was like a big deal. Like, you know what we got excited about? The beginning of Welcome Back Carter <laughs> because it had the sign. Yeah, Welcome f- to Brooklyn. The fun, fourth- fun fact, my dad has that sign in the back of his garage. I think he pilfered it off the, Are you the Bell Parkway. Yeah. So it says, yeah, <laughs> Welcome to Brooklyn, uh, which, which if it would be a city, it would be the fourth largest city in, in the United States of America. And the borough president at the time was Sebastian Leone, who became a judge, who I knew him well, and I went to son, uh, he's left us now, but I went to um, Polly Prep with his son, and then uh, he was... Um, uh, his son was in the DA's office with me, so I'm very proud of Brooklyn. So thank you for letting me go on that little tangent about Brooklyn. My friend Zen just texted me, and she goes shopping at Whole Foods, um, which is, you know, that's she-she. Now, that's exactly kind of what Eric Adams is talking about when he talks about the food inequity. My limited understanding from Whole Foods, because I think I've only been in there once or twice, is, you know, it's a higher-end place, and there's... Uh, with a small paycheck? Whole paycheck. Oh, whole paycheck. Oh, so you go in there. Oh, it's Whole Foods, and you go in there, and they take your whole paycheck. <laughs> so what Eric Adams is trying to do is getting healthy food in neighborhoods that need the healthiest foods, that need healthier foods. Um, and Imran throws out that he does the Trader Joe's thing. Now, I, you know, that, that you know, now Joni's chiming in that she does the Trader Joe's thing. Again, I know Trader Joe's is really hot, hot, hot. I don't know the finances of Trader Joe's if, if it is as expensive as Whole Foods, um, but it's very inexpensive. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. Um, I just want to touch about, uh, first of all, it just came over the airwaves that Hillary Clinton has the coronavirus. Is that Correct. It? Just tested positive. And now, is it BA2? Is it Omicron? Is it Delta? Is it the OG? Uh, who knows which one it is? Uh, you know, and it's, there's still variants out there. Uh, just got to be careful, as well as White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki also tested positive as well for COVID today. Uh, well, I um, obviously I'm sorry to hear that on a lot of levels. Obviously, personally for them, you don't want anyone to be sick. But, you know, you get a little nervous, especially for someone like Jen Psaki, because you even though she's around a lot of people, you think she's being a lot of, like everyone around her has got to be protected because she's with the president of the United States all the time. I mean, she sits very close to him, like literally very close to him. You would think that they're uber protected, but they're getting it. So, you know, that that means we're up for it. And that's why when you heard that clip that we played earlier of um, Mayor Adams, he said, you know, as long as the numbers, the numbers hold, if science holds, the number holds. And let's hope that the number holds because, you know, enough with this whole Today, by the way, I'm in court. I'm arguing for a person's liberty and I'm wearing this mask. You should see how much plexiglass is in this courtroom. I'm telling you, it was like a plexiglass factory. Um, but then, of course, the judge has to do a sidebar, which means you come behind the, the plexiglass. And here we are. Now, yes, we did have masks on, but, you know, we're a foot, two feet in, away from each other. So there's just been a whole lot of inconsistency with the coronavirus and, um, you know, our protocols. I do want to throw a little love to my buddies at um, Platinum Mitsubishi because they are just rocking it. Um, I called them yesterday, and they told me that um, they have they have three, three, one, two, three Mitsubishi products on the lot right now because they have sold so many. But Thursday. 
they're getting a shipment of like 30, and they have all of these deposits already on them. I saw my neighbor this morning who's got the big truck, the Outlander, but, you know, with gas price going through the roof. Do you know the, the inconsistency in the United States of America with the prices of gas? There are There's as much of a $2 a gallon discrepancy between one state and another state. So New York and California, which are the highest, my guess is probably like Mississippi and places like that, which are the lowest. It could be the difference between $4 a gallon and $6 a gallon. Um, I am a very proud owner and driver of a Fiat 500. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's a car that is as big as Matt Sambolin. Um, That's a big car, then. (laughs) It's a a decent-sized car. Uh, I did have Matt in the car, and, and the tires held up. Uh, but it's a very small car, and it gets a pretty decent gas mileage. It is a manual, meaning you drive it. It's a stick shift, um, and it's like their sporty model. It's called the Abarth. And I bought it. It was definitely an impulse buy after I filled up Marianne's car and another vehicle that I drive, and between the two of them was almost 200 bucks. And I was like, okay, this is nuts for me to drive back and forth. I'm just zipping back and forth to the city. I mean, the thing, people are like, oh, why don't you take mass transit? Because I have to go sometimes six places in a day. And some of them are not very com- convenient to math- mass transit. Um, there was something else I wanted to tell you. Oh, yes. The Supreme not the Supreme Court, but a court has just ruled that gaming, so these kids who play these games all the time, like the kids who play the games on their computers, um, and then they are given um, prizes for it. They it, It's like fantasy sports. So there was a, a debate on whether this is gambling or not gambling. What gambling is defined as is a game of chance. So whether it's a slot machine, whether it's um, whether it's craps, you know, you don't know what the dice are going to come out. The slot machine, you don't know what results are going to come out. Whether it's blackjack, you don't know what cards are going to come out. That's gambling. And these fantasy sports um, programs where they're giving out prizes, there was an issue. Is it gambling? Do they violate the anti-gambling law? And um, it looks like the court has New York's highest court. I hope this is right, Joan. That would be the Court of Appeals of the state of New York has ruled that fantasy sports are legal, that it is not gambling, that it is not a game of chance, that in fact it is a skill. And you know what? I definitely believe that because I play these games sometimes like against Luca or Nicholas and like I can't even get out of the first screen and they're going into the 10th or 11th or 12th screen. So... um, they are so I do agree with the court that the New York Court of Appeals wrote interactive fantasy sports contests are neither games of chance nor bets or wages on sporting events, but independent contests of skill over which the participants exert influence. Okay, so you can now have these games and and you can basically you can get prizes from them because they are no longer uh, <laughs> games of chance so uh i hope you guys enjoyed the show as much as i did i have no problem telling you my head is spinning and it was spinning from the beginning because when you're in front of a courtroom and it's packed and the media is there and the family is there and they're all crying and and the client is next to you and she's hysterical and you're arguing for someone's freedom it's you know it takes a lot out of you so thanks for the calls thanks for everyone checking in and we're gonna have a great show tomorrow so stay tuned The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.